Mighty Mighty Boston. Well done. That's an easy one, Doc. Yeah. It's an easy one. Are they considered a one-hit wonder, or are they just too indie for that sort of category? Uh, they're definitely a one-hit wonder. Okay. Definitely counts. A lot of movies, though. This song was big in a lot of movies. Oh. This song's still big. Still hits. Yeah, I'll jam to this thing. Right. Till the end of time. Um... The finalists for awards are out. We'll talk more about that tomorrow night. This is kind of like the uh, the pre-pre-show, right? Or I guess the pre-pre-pre-show. Sunday shortened show, man. I got I to gotta really think about this sort of production side. We're only on from 9 to 10 a.m. Chiefs Radio Network takes over starting at 10 o'clock. Um, but do not fear. You will get all of your post-game action afterwards. You will get... Uh, Binkley's post-game show. I think we'll do an extended post-game show as well. Um, but you'll get the Arrowhead Pride Radio or Arrowhead Pride post-game show tomorrow, man. Friday, Red Friday. Show your support. Show your gear. Seven thirty. Mitch Holtis on Fesco in the morning. One o'clock. Pete Sweeney joining Fes or joining uh, Cody and Gold. Four o'clock. Nate Taylor of uh, the Athletic will join the drive. So. All your Chiefs coverage right here, 610 Sports Radio. And, of course, playoff coverage here on 610 Sports Radio is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Almost an hour already down. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I think it's kind of annoying that Andy Reid can't ever win Coach of the Year. We all know, right, Coach of the Year is over. That's why I brought up the awards. We'll go over all those tomorrow night. But Coach of the Year is Dan Campbell. Well-deserved. It was a premature award already given out. He was the favorite going into the season. He won it the minute they beat Kansas City night one. I truly believe that. Um, And... That would mean that he's going to go wire to wire and win it. Now, it might be a little egregious to say, you know, that Andy Reid deserves it. But man, Andy Reid is in a sixth consecutive AFC championship game. Andy Reid has won his conference eight consecutive years. And people say, well, he's supposed to do that. He's just simply too good. And that's fair. But at some point, right, and maybe I'm, you know, contradicting myself, but at some point, Andy Reid deserves more than just one, right? Like he took a team this year with a seventh-round pick, second-year running back, a rookie-wide receiver, and an aging tight end, he went 11-6, and six, won his division, and is back in the AFC Championship game, and nobody thought it was possible. No one. People are like, oh, Chiefs are going to get bounced in the first round. There's going to be a whole lot of after hours in the offseason. Look where we're at. And then the other dumb thing about Andy Reid is that people like Mike Florio think that Andy Reid was going to retire. Why? Why would you retire? I understand that people think, well, age, 
No. Well, family. His family's always around. His wife's at every game, right? No. Well, why would you walk away from something that's so brilliant? Right? If something is structurally sound and is exactly the blueprint that you've built, you're going to play with that until you're bored. Well, until Andy Reid doesn't get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and drive to one Arrowhead Drive Monday through Sunday, Andy Reid is going nowhere. And Mike Florio is now starting to change his story. No matter how careful I am when I say this, Mm -hmm. it gets Chiefs fans triggered. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether or not Andy Reid's going to retire. I do know there's reason for the Chiefs to believe that he could. And obviously, that's all, you know, he's 65 years old. But there's enough that I've heard from enough people that I trust completely over the past few weeks to make me think the Chiefs are at least thinking, what will we do if he does? And I don't know that Belichick would be a fit there, but there's only one Patrick Mahomes. And if I want to catch Brady and win a Super Bowl, then that he, you know, that he did after he left me, I'll partner up with the guy who's determined to catch Brady with seven total in a heartbeat. So is that what Belichick's waiting for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the Chiefs would want him. I don't know if the players would want him. I think there's reason to believe that if Andy Reid retires, the players are going to do what the Raiders players did when they said, we want Antonio Pierce. The players are going to say, we want Eric Bieniemy. I think there's a chance that happens. So I don't know that Belichick could be sold in the building, but maybe that's what Belichick's waiting for. Maybe he has reason to wait for it. I don't know. I don't know. It's speculation in the in the absence of of information from Camp Belichick. We have to speculate, or we say nothing. So that's just something that I continue to keep an eye on. And I'm not saying Andy Reid is going to retire. All I'm saying is there's reason to believe the Chiefs are preparing for the possibility that he mm-hmm. could, and we'll see. So Mike Florey just shut the hell up. Andy Reid is not going to retire. Andy Reid is not thinking about retirement. And do you really think, do you really think that Clark Hunt would bring in Bill Belichick? Look at Andy Reid and this legacy that he's building. He is not done. Nah, nah. And the other part, about this playoff matchup that could be a subplot story. Andy Reid has a chance to really step into this new profound role that he's never had. And that is the consensus overall number one greatest coach in the NFL. Maybe... There were people that were saying he was when he was in Philly and had a couple of big runs, four consecutive NFC titles. But he didn't win a Super Bowl, so he was knocked down a peg. Huh. This year, Andy Reid can really kick that door down, can break through that boundary. Bill Belichick is out of the picture. In fact, yet to be hired, and there's only two jobs left. Two. Commander Seahawks. And Andy Reid on the path, if in fact they can get past Baltimore. I'm not trying to, you know, count my chickens before they're hatched. 
or count my eggs, whatever. But there's a chance on this route, Andy Reid can beat two students, right? McDermott, Bob, you know, beat him again. John Harbaugh, you think Andy Reid forgot about it? Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumbled. Lamar Jackson got the ball. They went for it on fourth down and one. We remember Sunday Night Football. That's the last time this game was played. And then you can beat your other student. Say, hey, guys, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're prevailing. I'm glad that you're being successful. But daddy's going to step up a little bit here. And in a season where Bill Belichick has removed himself from a roster, is no longer a coach. Right now, Bill Belichick is not currently a head coach in football. Andy Reid can really step into that role on Sunday. And it's not going to be a huge focal point going into this game. Like I've mentioned already, there's way too many storylines that will trump this one. But I can promise you that if Andy Reid is hoisting up the Lamar, uh, Lamar Hunt trophy again for a sixth consecutive, not a sixth consecutive, but back-to-back, back-to-back times, and for what, the fourth time in six years, there will be that discussion on Monday. Yeah, we talked about Andy Reid retiring, but why would you retire now when you're at the absolute top of the coaching summit, right? The retirement talk, this would show why he wouldn't step away. He's got more that he can accomplish, right? If I can win three rings in six years, I can coach for a couple more. Still got two years on his contract. You'd have to firmly believe that every year you can get there because of what you have at quarterback. And to think that not once since the one time he won it way back in 2007 that he hasn't won a coach of the year because of what he's done and what is expected. If he's expected to be in the Super Bowl every year, then let's stop having these conversations where people are like, oh, I really like the Chargers. Oh, I really like Cincinnati. Oh, well, then that means Andy Reid extended his uh, expectations from a lot of you. And I get it. We don't want to just give the award away because we like somebody, like a Dan Campbell, who deserves it. I'm not saying that he doesn't. Kevin Stefanski deserves it if he were to get it. Right? Kyle Shanahan. I could listen. He's doing it with Brock Purdy, but got a really good team, but I could listen to it. And the fact that you're going to put Andy Reid at gambling boards at plus 5,000, not even a chance, just scoff at it. At some point, you've got to just submit and be like, you know what? He did it again. Give it to him. At least LeBron has more than one MVP. Jordan got more than one MVP, even though we knew Jordan was the best player on the planet. Bill Belichick's got more than one coach of the year. It's just sad that the expectation for Andy Reid to be a coach of the year candidate is an undefeated season. Coming up, the Super Bowl, if they get to that, boy, you think the Chiefs are Hollywood. Their fandom could go Hollywood. I mean more than just taking shirts off and holding signs and holding kids to meet Taylor Swift. We dive into that on the other end of the 7 o'clock hour, and then it's Julio's favorite part. It's the out of left field question. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. 
Ace of Ace, first album I ever bought. No kidding? This no was, kidding. This was the, uh, the first tape that I ever bought. Tape? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we were... Uh, we were a little young, a little young for eight tracks. Well, the, uh, this came out during the tape era. This was prior to the eight track. Yeah. You know. um, did you ever listen to the songs on the radio and record them on a blank tape? Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Try and try and tape it so that then stop it so that you don't catch yeah. the DJ. You know. Oh yeah, I'm that old. We're, we're that old. Yeah, I would always do the yeah the the top eight at eight on mix ninety three point three. I was like, Tan, stop, record, stop, record. And then I just listen to that for like a week and then get a new tape. Take it out. Flip it. That was so great. Different times, different times. 913-586-7610. The out of left field question coming up in about five minutes. Um, what do you think of uh of Jason Kelsey's big bear moment against Buffalo? Oh, I mean that was that was classic. That was epic. Yeah. I mean, it kind of ruined it maybe a little that it was kind of pre-planned yeah. a little, but I don't think that it was awesome, man. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, this was, this was Jason Kelsey on, um, this is him on the new Heights podcast calling a shot. Bad. I'm not gonna lie. I gave Kylie a heads up. The moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason, right. don't you dare. I was like, Hey, it's letting you know what's happening. I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no f- stopping him. And she was already telling me to be on my best behavior. Cause we were meeting Taylor. This is hilarious. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep <laughs> at the bar. This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is the worst impression ever. So I, I, I can just build Set from that, that point. Nice oh, yeah, exactly. Called his shot, told his wife, hey, I'm taking my shirt off and I'm going nuts. And it was great to see because I think he was kind of all of us in that moment. I think we were all kind of just, you know, that touchdown happened wherever you watched it, however you watched it, you were probably like, you know, or you you had a child asleep upstairs or in a bedroom in the back, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, or you went in the garage and, you know, just went nuts, right? But the thing that's beautiful about this, other than the fact that it's a big man comfortable without a shirt, he's an athlete, doesn't matter. If you beat Baltimore and the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, Right, because that press box suite already looks like a great time. And we've seen tons of celebrities already, right? Ryan Reynolds, um, Blake Lively, I think, was another one this year. Taylor Swift in general. Jason Kelsey enjoying what we think is the retirement style. And we'll find out how much longer Jason Kelsey will be this fanboy sort of thing. But there is no doubt in my mind that if they get to the Super Bowl, if they get to the Super Bowl, right? Still got a big game on Sunday. Got to win the AFC Championship game first. How much longer do we see the Jason Kelsey fandom continue? Because I think we can all agree that I think Travis is going to go one more year. I think at least one more. And I've said, I'm on record as saying that if he were 
to win a Super Bowl. I think that would amplify the discussion. That'd be three rings for Travis. It's already a Hall of Fame career. He's goaded as the greatest tight end of already. I could see my brother's calling it quits. We go in at the same time. There'd be a lot of thinking. But I do believe in my heart of hearts and the in the brain that I think works most of the time that Travis Kelsey will probably come back for at least one more year, no matter the outcome of the season. That's just me. But could you imagine if they go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, the celebrities that will join into this sort of suite of Hollywood? You've never seen that before with one team. Now, that Michigan suite looked pretty tight. I think that one had like MJ, uh, Magic. I think Braun was there. There's just a ton of celebrities in that one. But man, you get to the Super Bowl in Vegas, you're going to have a whole list of A-list celebrities. Then you thought you thought people hated you then. You sure about that? You didn't think you'd get any more hated? You sure that's why? There'll be a lot more people that'll hate it because then you're going from a Hollywood team to a Hollywood fan base. And I am all here for it. I cannot scream any louder than I possibly could right now in my head. Bring all the celebrities. Bring all of the jealousy. One of the seven deadly sins is envy. Other fan bases will kill themselves in hatred and envy against this Chiefs team. Because if Jason Kelsey can jump along the bandwagon and get to the point where he's got a random Chiefs beanie, no shirt on, intoxicated, being trusted with other people's children to hold. That's love for now. But you got to take care of Baltimore first. You got to take care of Baltimore first to have that little wish. Out of left field question. You ready for it, Julio? Let's do it. 913-586-7610. What's a name you don't hear anymore? Like a, a, a name for a human. What's a name you no longer hear? 913-586-7610. The Outlet Field question. What's the name you don't hear anymore? The Tulio Sanchez of Dusty Likens. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.